gotten quite used to Remember when you used to Still you never quit Still you never quit Welcome to day five of the Firstborn Podcast. Uh, excited to be kind of nearing the end of the week, um, focusing on hope. Uh, and today we're talking about this line from the Zechariah song, All Alone in the Temple with God. Uh, hopefully have a bit of a conversation about the secret place uh, and encourage uh, everyone to to go back there um, and hunger for that place, particularly as we get married and have children uh, and how the availability and flexibility of that um, gets harder and harder. Uh, and believe it or not, I'm going to talk a little bit probably more today than I typically do. And this the, the testimony we want to start with sharing today comes from... Uh, the birth of our third child, um, Leah had twins. We have we have Rufus and Ada. They're five now, and they're twins, and they're wonderful. Um, but she almost didn't make it out of that experience alive. Uh, everything went well in the pregnancy. Everything went well in the delivery. Um, but afterwards, uh, there was a whole bunch of complications. And so, needless to say, uh, it wasn't long after that um, ordeal that I said, "Hey." You know, we've been blessed. God's given us a, a boy and a girl. We have these twins. It's wonderful. No more. No way, Jose. I mean, we can adopt, we can adopt some maybe uh, or whatever or foster or any of that stuff. But I was totally closed off to um, the conversation of any more biological children. And I was okay with that idea for a while. Yeah. And then somehow or another, just the way the Lord works is you get this inkling in your heart. I had this thing in my heart, this thought in my mind and my heart about pursuing more children. And I was praying through it, wondering why I felt that when we felt very clearly after um, the twins were born, that that is something that would not be safe or smart for us to pursue in the future. But I kept thinking through it, I kept praying through it, and eventually went to Jesse and said, hey, there's, I've just been thinking about this, I want to give that to you, because it feels like, you know, talking about having a baby is a big deal, it feels like it is necessary in a marriage to pursue that conclusion together as a unit. And of course, my response, I think, in the time was, probably laughter at first thinking it was a joke um but then i i think there was something uh some remark about haha sure i'll pray about it uh yeah no i prayed about it no way um and i was pretty adamantly against even the the thought of discussing it for what a couple months yeah for a while yeah something like that uh and one morning i was down we were living in this little house uh, and we had this unfinished basement that I like to frequent. Um, and I was down there um, exercising, actually, and had an encounter with the Lord like I've never had before. Uh, it was very physical and tangible um, and kind of put me on the floor. And it was out of nowhere. I wasn't thinking about the kids stuff. I wasn't asking, you know, in that moment about uh, should we have more kids or any of that. Um, but the question came very clearly to me, why won't you trust me with this? You know, why, you know, the Lord speaking to me, why won't you trust me with this? Um, and when I get down to it, it's fear. I was afraid. I was afraid my wife would die, um, which I think is a okay thing to be afraid of. Uh, and there in that moment, 
the Lord very much encouraged me that that would not happen. Um, mm. That if, if we walked forward with having a third child or, or um, trusting him with giving life again. Uh, and so I came up from the basement that morning and told Leah, and it was very shortly after that, uh, that she was pregnant with our third child. And it was amazing because then the roles reversed. Uh, I, I was full, full of faith for, for not only the pregnancy, but the child and the delivery and Leah's health and everything. Zero doubts about how that was going to go. Uh, and then in, in some ways, I feel like Yulia kind of took my place in the, in the doubting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was very full of fear, very afraid. At one point, I even, I remember very specifically um, being downstairs in our home and just crying and praying and saying, Lord, I feel like we made a mistake. And I was, I was pregnant with Phineas, but I was so full of fear. And I said, I feel like we've made a mistake, Lord. And instantly the Lord said, I do not make mistakes. And in his kindness and in his correction, he reminded me of his sovereignty over my life and that I don't have the authority over my life. But I did struggle a lot with fear, even, um, you know, the day after the delivery, I was still afraid that something could happen. But all of this, this act of faith stemmed from Jesse being alone and me being alone in prayer, asking before the Lord if this was something we should pursue. And then Jesse, even though he wasn't particularly thinking of the thought of having another baby, nonetheless, he was alone. And who knows, maybe Zachariah in the temple, he was alone, but I'm guessing he wasn't anticipating a visitation from the right-hand angel from heaven. It (laughs) caught him off guard, but he was alone. And he was doing his duties, but he was alone. And within all of this, we just want to bring encouragement, husbands and wives, um, to make the sacrifice to give your spouse alone time pursuing God alone time, even if it's just taking a walk around the block, alone time can produce wonderful things. And it was necessary in our journey where I first had faith and Jesse had fear. My faith then brought him to this place of asking the Lord, why do I not have faith? And good fruit was born from that. And we moved forward with the pregnancy and then the thing switched and I was full of fear and Jesse was full of faith. And there were some days I remember, you know, putting the twins down for sleep and just like crying and being so afraid. And Jesse was so confident in the Lord and his faith was full in the Lord's promise to him and that God is good on every promise he makes. And Jesse's faith in the Lord's promise and faithfulness was my only strength. I wanted to have more hope. I wanted to have more faith, but it was a struggle. But having a husband who diligently spent time alone 
before the Lord, not that he goes off and spends five hours a day alone. You know, it can be five minutes sitting on the porch by yourself. But when we come before the Lord alone and we bring him our fears, we are filled with hope when we remember, oh, yeah, I actually do remember how this ends. I know that we come out of the wilderness leaning on our beloved and I remember that I'm afraid of things that I have no authority over and the Lord has the authority and is his heart for me? Yes, then it is good and I'm filled with hope. Yeah, and I once heard a a guy say, shouldn't we desire the secret place with Jesus more than any other, uh, you know, time of our day or uh, more than any other friendship? You know, he was just talking about how you know, getting up in the womb of the dawn, you know, the 4.30 a.m. time when the house is quiet and the kids are asleep. And, and that, that was, you know, he's like, that is the time I most look forward to in my day, that I most desire. I love it, you know, and, and it encouraged me to, to want to hunger for that space. Um, and yes, husbands, wives, singles, whatever, like find time to be alone in the temple of God. Um, and, uh, and even if that comes at sacrifice, you know, even if uh, husbands, you got to watch the kids a little bit every morning to let your wife have a, you know, have 15 minutes with Jesus or whatever it looks like. And we just encourage you um, to, to go before God and find him in the secret place. Mm-hmm.